0: This interview brought to you by agri Center South. Branches in Lawnville, Gore, Cromwell, Milton and Ranfilly. Drop by your local agri Center South branch today.
1: Welcome back to the master. of that song there is called Valerie by Steve Winwood. Um, it actually got sampled by a DJ called Eric Prids a few years later and um, this was the result... There was an absolute banger from the year 2006 and um, still rotates highly on a lot of play- playlists as well. Like dance music, you either love it or you hate it, in a lot of instances. And, um, um, anyway, there's a correlation for the music for the day as we catch up with James Eckerd. James, I'm going to take a punt and say you hate that second version.
0: <laughs> no, I quite like both. It sounds like a bit bullshit song, actually. I'd say you could share or crutch a few sheep for that year, keep the, keep the blood pumping, wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, well, the CDs are used to have in the wall shed. Um, it was just Ministry of Sound, collection after collection. But I tell you what, I bought the other day. I bought, um, I bought a tape for a dollar. John Cougar Mellencamp. The um, the tape was called Miami from the 1982 album. And um, the tape deck in the truck still works. I mean, Navara. Oh, man, I was as chuffed as a cat with two things. Yeah, well, that's um,
0: that's really old technology now. The world's moved on. Probably about five or six iterations, isn't
1: it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was trying to explain to the young fellas what a tape was. Even a CD, like, what do you do with it? I mean, like, will you play it? How do you play it? I said, how do you think you play it? They had no bloody idea. No, well, I needed a bit of
0: counseling the other day because, of course, none of the new phones have even headphone jacks anymore. So you use all, all the fancy technology. So you've got all these old sets of headphones.
1: Oh, they don't you either, can't do them they?
0: For a run. Yeah. You've got to come buy some new ones for with
1: all the Bluetooth, so, yeah. yeah, that's that is a very valid point you bring up there as well. And people tend to forget about that, these new phones. Um everyone does these fancy headsets, it's all Bluetooth or it's no tooth.
0: That's dead right. And there's nothing like when you're having a phone call with someone then it chops to their truck or something and <laughs> big cutout you hope you're not saying anything that's too inappropriate
1: or, or whatnot. Yeah, but you wouldn't do that though, would you?
0: Oh no, definitely not. <laughs> Only in person, I guess.
1: <laughs> How's everything going at my flat, anyway?
0: Oh, not too bad. So no, we're sort of, sort of funny. we have just got a lot of low covers and really nice, probably good quality feed. But you just get through so much because there's just no, no bulk in it. So yeah, you sort of grow eating it as fast as it's still growing. I'd say. It's, but however, yeah, the good thing is we do have some good crops around. So.
1: Yeah. yeah, it is April, though, I suppose. It is a- Sorry, mate, it is April at the same time, so we do expect covers to close down, but we are getting a bit of an Indian summer. You finding that out there?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. But as I say, it's just uh, what we're growing. It's just, yeah, you're never going to grow a lot of bulk. The thing is, yeah, when you sort of come off that drought and you miss those, you know, three months in the middle, yeah, it's pretty hard to get, hard to farm like that. Yeah, but no, we've certainly got a plan and we'll get them through and, Luckily, the stall prices and the various prices are all coming up, and there's nothing like when the ram's been out for a couple of three weeks or two weeks and you can close the ewes down too. That always makes a difference. You're just not feeding them quite as much. Um, well, we're just ripping in and drenching a few lambs at the moment. The worms are certainly coming out with the rain, so yeah, we'll get, get the rest of those here done. and drenching and jabbing the cattle to go on to crop and we'll start the crop at the start of May um, some fodder beets so that'll take some more mouths off the, off the place too.
1: Uh, rams, when are they out or are they out? You may have told me this already, yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. I've got a memory but like Sip.
0: Sort of around the operation, we sort of start on about the 26th of March, we've put the first rams out and then we finish off up here and we're, well, about a month later, we put the last rams out. So, yeah, we've sort of got a spread of lambing You've sort of been kicked a few times, so we just try to spread as much out as we can just for um, snowstorms. And yeah, fingers crossed, you sort of we land for that long that you're going to hit every bit of weather, but hopefully, uh, miss, miss it if it's terrible too.
1: It's the old adage about, or the old wife's tale, <laughs> to confuse someone, well, why don't you lamb on the weekends? Because it take the rams out. If only it was that easy. But I heard a great tale about an old-timer the other day. He actually went on the 1976 All Blacks tour to South Africa during the apartheid era. But he's like, no, I'm going to go and watch the All Blacks. He took a bag of badges with him. It cost like 50 cents at the time. But sold them all over there. He put the lambing yeah. back for a month. Um, yep. He went over South Africa. It was treated like royalty. Come back to New Zealand. September was the crappiest month of the year. Lambing was a disaster. He lambed in October. He got all the good weather, and he had the memories to date as well.
0: Yeah. You win some, you lose some. Huh? It's like anything because you absolutely, absolutely. No over old, old mother nature. So, it's, yeah, sometimes you have a cunning plan, and it works, and sometimes you have a cunning plan, and it yeah, definitely doesn't because <laughs> it's a bit like gambling, isn't it?
1: Hey, you want to have a crack today about the money tree the government's got?
0: Oh, I do, and actually, just before we do that, I do... So the field day at Awateri Station there for beef and lamb is on tomorrow, so I just thought we'd better... Oh, remind yeah. Everyone there. No, yeah, cool. So yeah, tomorrow at 1 o'clock, so I reckon that'll be an awesome day. It's about all grass wintering, so, yeah, I just thought I'd quickly mention that. If anyone's thinking about that year, I think it would be quite interesting. So, yeah, I was just going to do that. But, yeah, no, I well, see the new numbers have come back out, so basically... On layman's terms, um, the, diff- the difference between what we sell to the world and buy back in from the world is now, it's the biggest difference has ever been, so it's so we buy back 8.7% more goods than what we sell to the world now, which is, it's one of the top 40 countries in the world, we're about 38 behind, the only two of worse, like Greece and Cyprus now, and I'm not sure, it's just something that this current lot just put their head in the sand, and everything's sort of going, hella but you know, you can't hardly get a doctor down here anymore. I know my mother was looking to try and get the physio appointment the other day and there's absolutely no reflection on the physios or doctors. It's what a disgrace. And then we have this crazy situation where we're just absolutely trying to kill farming. I mean I'm not sure it feels like I live in a different world to some of those bureaucrats in Wellington at the moment.
1: Have you tried getting into a dentist lately?
0: No, I haven't, but I did notice so I missed the appointment last one because it snowed and I noticed they never rang me back again so obviously they're not trying
1: very hard to get more clients. Well that's a situation we're faced. We've talked about this a lot in the past here on the programme but especially one dental practice here in Gord normally has three or four dentists they have been relying on a locum turning up once every three weeks for four or five days to see them through. It is an absolute catastrophe. It
0: is. And it was interesting so... Yeah, there's a lot of talk in the media at the moment about Australia opening up and they're trying to get our workers and the increased um, pay over in Australia, which is all dead right. But interestingly, 10% of all the stuff they sell was actually mining, through mining, so that's coal and, you know, gold and everything yeah. they mine over there. But how crazy is that? You know, you wonder why you can't compete with them and we've got our lot and we're going to save the absolute planet whilst ending up in about at least the second world if not the third, the way we're going because it will come to a big grinding, screeching halt because, well, it's the same as in your business. If you're just borrowing 10% more every single year, at some stage, someone comes and knocks on your door and says, uh, she's all over. We're not giving you any more and, and what do you do then? You can only
1: do that for so long though, can't you? And it bites you in the bum.
0: Yep, yep. We've got to get real about productivity and it's the same. So I'm pitching on I still can't work out why they've closed off the dairy conversions. I still believe you should be able to convert to dairying and it's not to say I can own environmental pollution or anything but then today the if you can come up with a good way to not impact the environment and still dairy well, as a country is that not exactly what we want but like, yeah it's just whatever the highest product productivity use of that land is but it's the same thing but there's actually plenty of land that would still be really good dairy farms and there's some dairy farms that are not very good dairy farms so why not let the free market Organise that? Then, because at the moment, well, the basic legislation is that difficult that you can't do it. So, yeah,
1: just just crazy quickly, crazy. mate. Sorry, we're going to run out of time shortly. We're probably going over today as it is. But anyway, um, if National gets into power, do you th- what do you think changes though, as far as that kind of thing, or yeah, does it? We'll if, yeah, no, they're going to change a bit of it.
0: It'll be, I think, um, a lot of it's going to change because it's coming a... The economy's going to sort a bit of that out, isn't it? But they have, they've decided they're going to take out two poor rules for every one they make. They're going to lay back and destroy and bring science back into the um, greenhouse gases. So, yeah, there is a start of a plan. I'm hoping to see a bit more out of them, actually, and I will be, keep feeding that up to them, because it's a clear plan. So, yeah, I think, well, to be brutally honest, Andy, could it be any worse?
1: It's a good way to leave it there, mate. Appreciate your time as always, James.
0: Uh, Cheers, Andy.
1: Laugh out loud with Ag Proud. Because life on the land can be a laughing matter. Laugh out loud with Ag Proud. Brought to us by Livestock Supplies. What do you call a tiny mother? A minimum. We'll leave it there for a Wednesday afternoon. Stock sales are up next out of Balclutha. My name's Andy Muir. This has been the muster on Hokkanui. Thanks to Peter Genetics, a bit of Eric Prince to see us out. See you tomorrow, one o'clock, Hokonui.